And this is Living in the Past, a podcast where we go through the 90s month by month. If you can hear the dulcet sounds of uh, suburban South Australia, that's because we're recording outside. And I have with me, as always, my trusty co-host, Ben. Hello. Uh, how you doing? I'm uh, working through some fries and a slushie, but I'm having a good time. Let's, uh, let's just dispense with all the, all the niceties, because I want to get right into uh, living in the now. Oh. I'm going to go through quickly through the things that I've been on. I've been um, listening to um, a new band called uh, Black Pumas. Uh, really love it. Um, sort of really good sort of new soul type sort of stuff. Um, if you're into that, it is... I think they've only got one album. It's like the self-titled album. If uh, you listen to them on Spotify, what comes up underneath them is like the uh, you also might like section. Oh, um, let's find out. Uh, St. Paul and the Broken Bones. Okay, I don't know them either. Uh, Leon Bridges. Mm, you know him, I, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I think so. Nathaniel Radcliffe and the Night Sweats. No, but it sounds like a good time. It's like it's it's like it's um, old type soul. They do like a really good cover of um, uh, Fast Car by Tracy Chapman. Oh, really I might good. have heard that actually. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um, so we listened to that, uh, and that's about it. I want to just quickly... That, that's it? Well, no, because like, I'm, I'm going because I want you to tell everyone where you spent last night. Oh, you heard about that, <laughs> huh? And because that's just... Um, it's going to trump anything that I that I have right now. So. Is it? Well, I'm kind of interested. I, I think it's going to be... I, I'm envisioning it wasn't as good as what I think it, I thought it would be. But look, you spent the night with some dolls. I did. Actually, we spent um, basically the entire night with a doll that we carried around from room to room. Oh, I should probably elaborate. Let's that. elaborate on this, yeah. Okay. So, obviously, we're into haunted things. Yes. Uh, spooky things, ghost hunting. Uh, what did you call it once? You said we're into the dark, dark shit. Dark shit? Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, dark shit. So, we had you to... You fool get... around with the widgie sometimes. I don't know if that's true. Well, yeah. If that ever comes with the, near with the Ouija or the Widgie? Widgie, whatever. <laughs> Widgie the well watcher. <laughs> and don't ever bring that shit to my house. <laughs> no. I'm pretty sure there's none with us. I don't know if there was much there last night. Okay. So, um, breakdown. Uh, there's this company that puts on ghost tours, ghost hunting, investigations, whatever you like to call it. And there's a haunted doll collection in Adelaide that we went and saw last year, maybe the year before. Okay. And they did a lock-in with these dolls for four whole hours. You were there for four hours? Four hours. Um, the first hour was kind of like walking around, the guides telling you some stories, introducing you to some dolls. And then the next three is like, take some equipment, go into yep. a room, take a doll if you want, go find a room with a doll, hang out with it, and, you know, see what happens. <laughs> so we spent a lot of time... With Penelope. <laughs> There was no Penelope's. There was Abby's. There was Miranda's. There was uh, there was a lot Samantha's. of Samantha's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one's sassy. <laughs> um, so it was mostly uneventful, unfortunately. Uh. Which which isn't a bad thing. Like it's you when you go ghost hunting. Like I'm not a professional here, but you don't want to have experiences every single time because it would. Well, I don't because it kind of makes it feel fake. Yep. You want to have occasions where nothing happens and it makes the other times more legitimate. Okay. And the tools we were using that they gave us were okay, but we had these terrible apps on our phones, which I just don't trust. Spirit box on? At all. No, it was just like a word generator. Okay. Um, and we had it in the car on the way home. It was like, if it says no words on the way home, then it's legit. Okay. But it would just say random words occasionally. Okay. But there was one point we were out in this portable jail cell out back. And we're getting some decent things like it uh, It said wall and it said stood and there was a doll stood against the wall. I was like, oh, that's, that's something. That maybe yeah. that doll's possessed and it's saying that it stood against the wall. Um, at one point, I thought I heard someone coming outside. So okay. I walked out to have a look and the little device said door. Um, I went back in, sat down. I let off uh, slight flatulence. What do you mean a slight flatulence? I passed wind <laughs> from my rectum <laughs> but area. Not, but not a huge one. No, just like a little... 
And the device said gas. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, yeah, okay. I mean, maybe it's got a microphone and it just heard a fart. And it's like, oh, I'll say the word gas. Like, I don't know how these things work. But to me, that was pretty legit. Okay. And then we got up and we're like, all right, let's go. And it said get out. That, you know, could be something. Like, it might just be completely random words. Okay. I don't know. We didn't feel anything. We didn't get scared. There was a lot of spiders. That wasn't great. Oh, so it was outside? It was at the uh, old Hermitage Hotel or something. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. Um, so it was inside and outside. Nice. But it was good. It was kind of spooky. It was a little bit creepy, but didn't get any, like, solid evidence. We were like, yeah, there's a ghost here. Okay. But it was a good time. So what was your doll's name? I have no idea. I don't want to speak ill of it. But at the start, lady said, you can carry this one around if you want. At one point, Laura became quite attached to it. She was like, I just want to keep carrying it around. Okay. Which hopefully our mum never hears about because her mum will think we're going to have babies now. Oh, okay. Cool. That's not happening. Yeah. Just dolls. <laughs> so it was, a, it was a zero for the uh, for the experiences. Um, no, because I was really worried that I would want to just fall asleep. Yeah. Like an hour into it. Luckily, we had two naps during the day. So I made it to one o'clock. The time. I don't usually nap. (laughs) But we had to find time for it because I've been. I'm just working two jobs now, right? Okay. It's been rough. Yeah. You get a nap per job. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But it was actually. It was was good. Like the time flew by. We had a good time. Um, Out of 10. No, out of five. We do out of five, don't we, generally? Yeah, yeah. Letterboxed, I would give this a uh, two and a half, maybe <laughs> a two. The The hosts were pretty good. They were really nice. They had some good little stories. Okay, nice. We had a good time. Let's go out to 991. That was, that was, that was, that was actually, uh, I, was, I was hoping for more of an experience. Well, you should have checked with me before you asked. <laughs> I didn't want to. I was like, no, it's not very the lead. All right, going back to 991. Okay, so... Quickly going through the events um, that were happening in this month, we had um, the South African president, uh, F.W. de Glick, um, say uh, that all apartheid laws are now done. No. Not, none of them anymore. Good work. Uh, which good. Uh, John Grisham's The Firm is published and became the best-selling book and will also then cement its place on every dad's bookshelf for the rest of the 90s. <laughs> Not every dad. Every dad had John Grisham on there, at least one. Oh, do they give it out at the hospital? Yeah, they say, it's like, you're a father now. John Grisham, here you go. <laughs> and an easy chair. And a book of terrible jokes. Yep. That's what you get. Uh, I'm not sure what it'll be this, these days. Cause like Jimmy then, Barnes' autobiography. <laughs> yes, the working class boy, yep. or whatever it is. <laughs> Actually, that's also for mums as well. Um, they said to Jack Kevorkian, no more assisting on suicides, please. I just asked him nicely. <laughs> hey, Jack, <laughs> come on, that. leave town. <laughs> uh, the golf did it, for- Wait, did he say okay or did he keep on doing it? He's like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we really shouldn't laugh about this. Um, we'll hear more back from Jack. Okay. Yeah, you haven't heard the last of Jack. Talk about Jack. I watched The Shining the other night. Uh, with Jack Nicholson in it. Oh, yeah. Um, haven't watched it for quite some time. It's because it's not in the 90s. Still slaps. Someone asked me last week what my favourite horror film was because mm. I told them about the doll thing and they're like, ah, oh, yeah. do you like horror things? And she asked me, I was like, ah, uh, I, I have nothing. I don't know. I almost said The Shining because it's a classic. I'm like, ah, I watch them. I don't love them. It's definitely not like a... It's not a it's not a hundred scares a minute. Like it's, it's, it takes its time. Yeah, but it, like it's it's still a horror film. So oh yeah, no, it's good. Yeah. Uh, so the Gulf War ended. You know how last last month we said it started. Yeah, it's it's done now. Uh, did it? Yeah. Remember us talking about it? Oh yeah, no, it, it did. It was about a, it only lasted for about a month. Um, wow, that's pretty measly war. Yeah, Iraq. Is it um, even called a war? I feel like well, that's an EP version of a war. Well, like it's a skirmish. Oh yeah, okay, skirmish. <laughs> um, that's better. So yeah, Iraq Gulf pulled, skirmish has no ring to it though. All right, um, Iraq, Iraq pulled out of Kuwait and uh, yeah, the Gulf War ended. Um, and uh, Ed Sheeran was born. <laughs> I thought we weren't doing birthdays anymore. <laughs> I just just want to do like little uh, just nod, one a year. No, the nod back to the um, the rumor you started about him and um, the, remember him and uh, um, who was it? it? Wasn't Sam Smith? Yeah, it was. Yeah, was Sam it? Smith and Ed Sheeran. Yeah. 
That they're together or they're yeah. the same person? No, they're, 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 they're together. You're saying that like these days, like it wouldn't be that much of a big oh, deal if yeah. like two male. We'll talk about Bowie and Jagger. Jagger, yeah. So, so let, let's just be clear that I'm not saying that one of them is Bowie and one is Jagger. I'm not putting them in the same category. I kind of like Ed Sheeran. Yeah, he's got some pretty good tunes. Yeah, and I don't mind Sam Smith. I like his um his Bond song was good. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I was going to say it was Skyfall, but it wasn't Skyfall. No. Actually, did, did we already mention how there's a theory that Sam Smith and Adele are the same person? No. Yeah. Wow. Because you don't see them in the same space at the same time. I'm pretty sure I could Google They both lost a lot of weight. I'm, I could Google a picture right now that shows them on the same stage or the same place. Oh, I don't know. If Reddit says it to be so, then who are you to question it? So, having finished off the events, it's time for um, somebody's favourite segment. <laughs> Everyone's favourite segment. <laughs> Sports. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> so, remember last month I said take better notes and do better research? <laughs> That's interchangeable for every episode. <laughs> well, unfortunately, I'd already done the February research at the same time as January. Okay. And I didn't go back and elaborate. And even more sadly, it just deteriorated. <laughs> Sport note number one, more snooker, Hendry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, his first name's Stephen, I remember that, and he's Scottish, so he won some snooker. Wasn't there a um, soccer player too called Stephen Hendry who played for Blackburn and he was like a real hard nut? Possibly. He was like, had bleach blonde, sort of mullety, mullety hair. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there was definitely a... And I remember him in the World Cup. Yeah, yeah. That's a while away. What well, yes. we, we just had it. Yeah. Um, US figure skating, uh, Todd Eldridge and Tonya Harding. Oh. I only mentioned it because of Tonya. I only mentioned Tonya because of Margot Robbie. Coming soon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> will, we, will we cover it? We'll kind of touch we'll, on it. Oh, we'll cover it. Because everyone's, everyone's talked about it. I like Artanya. I like Margo. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I wrote... <laughs> Don't raise your eyebrows when you mention women's I names. didn't. <laughs> I just like Margo. She's nice. Um, the Fern Leaf Butter Classic in New Zealand was a yep. tennis competition. <laughs> you don't have to tell me about that. I, uh, there was, the I believe there was classic. two uh, big tennis comps in New Zealand around this time. Okay. Actually, I think it was the Fern Leaf and the Butter. I can't remember. There was some tennis in New Zealand. Um, Leeds United had a draw and a win. Not a great time. The Sonics went 6-6. Six and six. Not a great time. Pretty dry month, February. It's a dry month uh, all, all around. Um, although, getting into our movies, not because there's some bangers in there. But, like, yeah, I'm, I'm starting to... I'm, I'm wondering if you, season by season, if February's going to be our meh month. Um, I would say so. Yeah, I think it's everyone's met. Like that's when, like, you're getting back into going to school again, and getting back to going to work again, and and the major season of the year is over. Like, you know, the north winters coming to an end. If you're in the south, yeah, summer's coming people to an end. People aren't going to the cricket because they can't. Like, you know, no one's going to the cricket. <laughs> this is when cricket was actually good. Mm. Um, so getting out of uh, sports and then going on to movies. Well, let's just get through these. There was a lot, huh? There was. Um, I wrote down two and watched one, <laughs> so uh, you can you can take the reins here. So um, the mo- I'll, I'll let you take the reins on this. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's American Ninja Four, LA Story, Never Ending Story Two, Sleeping with the Enemy, Silence of the Lambs, King Ralph, uh, Nothing But Trouble, He Said She Said, and Popcorn. Popcorn. Yeah, You've never pop- heard of popcorn. Popcorn just um like just popped up and I was like oh okay and I watched it on um YouTube and it was fucking awful. Uh, it's like a like horror just movie the trailer or the whole thing. No, like I watched the whole thing. Oh, oh. I skipped through the whole thing. Like um it's <laughs> but I will say as part of it's it's one of those movies um pre Scream that kind of uh was very meta about horror movies. Like they they made a lot of references to old Hammer horror and like um. And stuff, and then like then there's a killer there. Then they're screening a film, and like it just reminded me of like a like I'm glad Scream didn't happen back then because it would have been like that. <laughs> but like it was it was pretty good like in that respect. But then, but you skipped through most of it. Well, 
it's one of those movies that, like, firstly, it looked like it was from the 1980s. And basically was. Secondly, just like, you know, you got to keep me interested in the horror movie. Like, you got to have some more kill scenes up front. Some kills up front. <laughs> um, there was another one called uh, Queen's Logic that um, popped up on my Prime as well. One of the first ones, you know when, like, uh, have you ever seen The Big Chill? No. It's like a bunch of, like, um, people get together, usually very white. Um, yeah. <laughs> and um, they, they get together for a weekend and it sort of, like, just goes through each couple or each person's sort of story through that weekend. It's kind of like that whole sort of, like, 30-something, like, stuck in, like, you know, where, where's life going sort of thing. This one's pretty cool. It's got um, Joan, uh, Joe Mantegna in it. Oh, yeah. Um, he's... Star uh, of Baby's Day Out. <laughs> Star of... I've seen heaps of movies. Like, he's... This was his Purple Patch movie. He gets movies. around. It's a lot. Um, and John, um, John Malkovich is in that. Um, oh, he wow. plays um, one of the characters. Very, very John Malkovich... Uh, he's just he's awesome but he's awesome and everything and Kevin Bacon <laughs> oh, pops bake. up in a fantastic full t-shirt and shorts that are like salmon or peach he's he As plays like, he plays a time. rock he plays a guy who went to um, LA to become a rock star and he's come back to New York and it's like he plays it well but going back let's let's do the ones that we've uh, so which one did you watch out of I wanted to watch LA Story I loved it Steve Martin? Yeah. And I've, I've been on record saying when I was on the radio that I was not a big Steve Martin fan and got a bunch of people, like, really upset about it. But, like, I still stand by. Like, I don't... He's not my favourite. No, I never got the hype of, like, him and the Globes and how he's such a huge star. But yeah. We weren't fully around... Why well, I wasn't fully around for his late 80s, early 90s. Like, big, I really like Parenthood and I really like... Yeah. Um, we'll cover Father of the Bride later this year. Um... This is a real like, this year. Yeah. Oh, I do like Father of the Bride. Um, this was written and directed by him. It's got his he's got a very British sense of humour. Like it's very this movie's it's a love story and it's a romantic comedy, but it's very sort of obscure in bits too, and like he'll have like these very sort of um I don't know, like philosophical sort of moments in it. Um, but it's basically a, a, a story about LA and how about how shallow it is, but also like how good things can come out of it. Um, so it's a documentary about Pretty Woman. <laughs> if you ever get a chance, I would definitely. It's on. Um, I'm pretty sure it's on Stan. Give uh, if you ever sort of on the fence and like oh, I don't think I want to watch it. LA Story is awesome. Give it a go. Uh, now, what did you what did you watch though? Uh, speaking of Pretty Woman and the fact that I'm still a little bit sweet on Julia Roberts at the moment. <laughs> I watched Sleeping with the Enemy, which is on Disney. Yeah. Weird. Did you like that? Um, have you, so you've explored Star? No, not yet. So we, well, we automatically got it. Um, it's got like a lot of good stuff on there. Yeah. Like all the aliens are on there now. Like, oh, I did see that. Yeah, yeah they've got a the, lot of collections. All the diehards and then like um, heaps of, like this podcast has just become, <laughs> we've got heaps of movies that we can uh, go to from there now. Their 90 sections quite expansive. Awesome. Um, Sleeping in the Enemy, what did you think of it? Um, it's hard because <laughs> yourself and someone else told me it's a bit midday movie. Yeah. And that's all I could think the entire time. It's pretty midday movie. It is. And even the ending, I was like, it's such kind of a nothing anticlimactic, suddenly it's all over. So let's give a bit of background to like what this, this movie section is going to be a bit bigger than because there's, there's two big movies we've got to talk about in this. Is it? But, um, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, King Ralph. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so let's firstly, okay, so the movie's about Julia Roberts is um, living with the biggest arsehole ever to have graced the screen, Patrick Bergen. Like, I don't think he's a bad person, but man, he plays a bad person really, really oh, well. Oh, that moustache. Oh, man, the moustache. Oh, he's um, worse. So he's an abusive husband. Um, and it's straight into it. Oh, yeah. He, like, I kind of like that where there's no backstory of like where they are. It's just suddenly. You're in this house, you're in this relationship, and he's shit and to I've her. Ma- I, these early 90 movies, like, I've noticed that they don't muck around. They get right into the media story. Like, there's no, like, gradual build-up. So she's, he, he's physically, um, um, basically all kinds of abusive to Julia Roberts. So Julia Roberts uh, fakes her death in one of the best ways possible. Yeah. It's- Spoiler alert. Oh. Just quickly. Were you think? Had you seen it before? No. Did you know what was coming? I knew that she faked her death. I didn't know, like, how. 
when it was starting out, um, and like they're talking about going out in this boat, I'm like, is this the story of Natalie Wood? That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, because it's, it's very similar to that. Because there's two guys and a girl on a yeah. boat, and then she falls one off. One of them's nice. Is... One of them's not. <laughs> if we had it... Christopher Walken, that's all we needed for this to be yeah. very Hollywood. Two mice. <laughs> um, so, uh, not she only fakes does her she, death. she yes. fakes her death, but not only that, she even like she's always been deathly afraid of water. She she for the. For, like there's a lot of build up. She had been planning this for like about a year because she went to the local YMCA and was like taking swimming lessons. So like when she set up this like boat ride, she can safely swim to shore. Like that's that's some planning. It's very good. I feel like they've ripped this off from somewhere. I feel like I've seen it somewhere before. The worst part of her plan was the fact that like she, and I, as as she was doing, it, I'm like, why are you throwing your wedding ring in the toilet? Like, the same fuck? straight away. I was like, this is fucking rookie mistake. And there's this bit. Okay, so like then she goes to a town that where her mother's but in a, also wait. I know it's coming up. Carry on. So um, she goes to a town <laughs> that um, near where her mother's um, living in a um, retirement. Where home. she moved her. She moved her. Yeah. Yep. Um, and uh, she's found a house, and it's next to the <laughs> next to a guy who's got insane hair. Um, I like her next door neighbor, Ben. Ben, but he yeah. looks. And her he, name was Laura. I was waiting. For, <laughs> I was waiting for. I didn't even feel that up. Yeah. Uh, I was waiting for him to turn into a scumbag too, but he never does. He's actually a pretty decent dude. Yeah, I guess. Um, but, but how frustrating! Like, sorry. Hmm. Um, she is not receptive to him at all, no. and he would not give it up. He's pursuing her really hard. I was like, why would you even want to pursue someone who's giving you the coldest shoulder? That's why I thought there was something else going on with him. Like whether he it's weird. Yeah, like she's pretty, but like if someone's treating you like that, you'd be like, okay, then she did steal his apples. <laughs> Does that make it better? <laughs> she steals us out. I don't know. It's a big thing about her. Anyway, um, so he's <laughs> Patrick Bergen. I'm not telling. I'm not going to call him his character's name. He's Patrick Bergen. Is <laughs> is pretty pretty upset that she's got. And then like he was. Then when he finds out, so it just so happens that one of the instructors at the YMCA. Calls uh, him the worst. to say like, "Oh, I'm really sorry to hear." And he's like, "Well, how do you know her?" And she's like, well, he's been, "She's been taking swim lessons here for like a year." And he's like, "What?" And then rookie mistake number two. Yeah, don't give out your home phone number to something that you're doing secretly. <laughs> um. So because <sighs> even like, weren't they saying like, "Oh, she always had lots of bruises on her and stuff like that." Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Um. So then he. <laughs> He cuts himself and then the blood... There's a bit where he puts his hand in the toilet and gets her wedding ring out. Yep. But I was like, all I could think of, like, you've got an open wound and you're putting your hand in the toilet. What the <laughs> fuck's wrong with you? He's very rich. It was a very clean toilet. Yeah, true. So he then works out that that she's alive in somewhere. And, like, he is none too pleased. Um, cut to... He visits her mum in the nursing home. And the... Look, I'm not downplaying the abuse that he dealt with her because that was that was horrifying yes but the most horrifying thing in this movie to me is the way that he drank water out of the tap out, out of the, the water fountain yeah remember when it hits him in the face but then he's that just he's just there and he's like he's like yeah that was a bit weird we will show on the Instagram he drinks water in a very very weird way I feel like that maybe wasn't part of it and then they saw him doing it it's like ooh let's get this on film what's wrong with Patrick, this guy do it again. he's doing it again oh my god why does he do that it's getting stuck in those, his creepy mustache. For a moment, I thought that Julia knew that he was there, and that's why, like, she somehow fixed the tap to spray him in the face. Oh yeah, and that was just coincidence. But he, she also dresses up as a dude, and uh, goes and visits her mum. <laughs> I was like, and she nearly bumps into. Her. There's a there's a very cool bit where she like she's in disguise, and basically he's there, and nearly bumps into her a few times. Um, basically, he he then tries to track down. He, he finds out. That she's dating. He goes to the school and like grabs random teachers. He grabs random teachers and like starts to like, beat them up in their car. Um, they're playing frisbee. Like there's a bunch of students playing frisbee and he just like walks through all of them. And I wonder if them to go, what? <laughs> hey, dude. Like got Terminator. a frizz game going here, man. Um, then he finds the the most gripping part of the movie is when she comes home from like oh, they're on the they're on a they're at a fair and. He's there too, and oh, then he yeah. sees him on the on the Ferris wheel or something like that, and like it's just a close up of Patrick Bergen, just like 
crazy eyes. Yep. Um, she comes home because the the thing that um, he wanted everything perfect, so she would like she would have to make sure that the towels are symmetrical in the bathroom and all the cans. So she walks home, she gets into her house and she finds like her towels are all symmetrical and the cans and he's like, oh, because it came second nature to her to like yeah. have it how he wanted it. And so she's like, oh shit, he's in the house. And there's, there's a couple of like little cool, like Lizzie in the house. Cause like she's, yeah, like she believed it. And then she like taught herself out. Like, yeah. No it's, no, it's fine. But he's definitely in the house. And then, um, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. And then, he uh, then her boyfriend comes. It's and like the, it, it leads us up to like the best scene where, spoiler, alert, she shoots him, um, and he's like handing on the phone. He's like, "Oh, call the cops!" Like you know, they won't do anything. Like I'll be protected. Just call the cops. And then she shoots him, and she and while he's dying, she says, uh, "Hi, police! I want to report an intruder in my house." And well, he was, but like it's like. So even in his Does dying... Does she say, I, I, I've been shot an intruder in my house or something? Yeah. 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 And he's like, and in his dying, he's like, oh, not only like, am I shot and I'm dying, like, she's got one over on me and like, it's just awesome. Love it. Yeah, I mean, it was good, but it was very daytime. Oh, yeah. Like, it's 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 got like a few sort of really good tempo moments and it's like, eh. um, American Ninja 4, I, I think I put it on while I was doing something and I'm like, I don't. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Uh, King Ralph was actually a pretty good. If, okay, look, I've always like even John Goodman denounces King Ralph. Oh, but um, it's actually not bad. Like it starts off like the. Have you ever seen it? No. The entire the entire royal family gets together at the start for the English royal family for a photo shoot, and because of an elect- electrical problem, everyone gets electrocuted and dies. So then they have to find the next living relative oh, to main okay. to, to maintain like the the royalty and like it's a Vegas lounge singer played by John Goodman and they're like that actually sounds like a decent premise. Peter O'Toole and John Hurt are in it. That does not seem to fit with what you just explained. It's fucking. It's got um the dude from uh, like we talked uh, Pie in the Sky. Oh yeah, yeah. For the birthmark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, birthmark it's actually guy. it's actually a fairly, and I'm pretty sure like he sings twice in the movie, and I'm pretty sure this is when Goodman was doing like a lot of his blues stuff. And I'm like, he's like, I'll do this movie, but there's gonna be a scene where I'm singing, and he, like, I think he does like, it's like one of those old rock standards. I'm not sure, but it's 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 not bad because he took over from John Belushi, right? In <laughs> Blues Brothers 2000, can't wait to get to that. Yeah, I've watched that once. And it was One in the too many. Yeah, look, let, we'll skip it. Yeah, no, we won't. <coughs> um, so let's get on to. You, wait, was there a more important movie you're going to cover? We're just not going to worry about it. Oh, Silence of the Lambs. That's why. Let's get on to Silence of the Lambs. Okay. Um, look, as we said, I didn't rewatch. It. I didn't feel the need to. Well, I, I did because I recognise it's, it's a yearly watch for me. I, 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 at least if I don't come across it on TV, then when you, me and my wife usually watch it at least once. Um, and like we said with uh, with um, Terminator Two, like we're not gonna, you know, you don't need two people to talk about Silence Lands like that's been done um, to death. So what I will say is that it is for me the perfect thriller. Um, it's got really good pacing. Um, I give it five out of five in Letterboxd. It's um, it started off and it also started off a movement. Like I mean, like we wouldn't have like. CSI, Criminal Minds, all that stuff, um, and like you know, even Seven, Hannibal, <laughs> Seven. Um, I would even say like stuff like Seven and um, and stuff like that. If it hadn't been for this movie, like it started off everyone's uh, like the true crime explosion of a podcast we have today wouldn't have happened without Silence of the Lambs. There was, I feel like, thriller and horror used to be very separate. Yes, thrillers were very popular. And this Horrors is a, were kind of popular, and this like melded them both. Perfectly. This is at times a very horrific movie. Uh, it's got Chris Isaac in it. <laughs> Does it? He's one of the SWAT team members. <laughs> Man, he's done some weird. Did a things. bad bad thing. <laughs> Did a good good thing. He's awesome in this. The other thing I was going to say is that I've never noticed, and obviously, I think there is a bit of contention about this movie because, like the, it could be said that they it's it, it does show transsexuals in like a not a great light yeah um but they do make 
make lengths to say that like Buffalo Bill isn't actually a true like he wants to be, but he's not. Um, yeah. I took a lot more um, uh, notice of the dialogue in this one, like, and they they do sort of delve into that, like, saying like this doesn't sort of match because like, you know, um, historically transsexuals are usually very sort of passive and lots of stuff. This guy's like a, a, a serial killer, so. Um, but yeah, I can understand like not being one myself. I I don't know like if if they're offended by it, then I'm, that's fine. Like, yeah, so. we we can't say it's not transphobic. But oh yeah, yeah. It's... But like I, I can understand why I can understand understand why that is. Also, um, <laughs> the fucking weirdest thing. So there's a little bit where um, it's just after um, the doorbell's ringing and he's down in his little cave, and he's and she's got his dog. Don't meet, don't you yeah, make yeah, me yeah. hurt you, dog. Yeah, <laughs> that bit's fucking awesome. Um, but he goes to into his bedroom. He's got he's got swastika bed sheets. I'd never noticed that. <laughs> he's like, and they're like nicely, they're so nicely embroidered too. And like because he's like he he's like making a woman's suit. Like you'd have to think that he's made these bed sheets himself. But they're well, actually, where are you going to buy a swastika bed sheet? I'm sure there's places, but like. Mm. Um, it's just such a, like a, like, there's always little bits that you get from this movie, like, when you just, like, because you, you, you can sort of look at the background, like, but yeah, next time we watch it, just a nice swastika little... Swastika bed sheets. Nice little swastika bed sheets. Oh. He tucks himself in at night. I wonder if uh, Lemmy from Motorhead went and bought them afterwards. <laughs> uh, <laughs> moving on to television. The All crowd right. in the background was uh, pretty happy with that, apparently. Did you hear that? I did, yeah. Cheer. We do have a soccer field very close to us. The Simpsons aired in Australia for the first time. So we've, no, been, covering them on the, we've been covering them on the podcast, but they actually it actually aired here for the first time. Um, we also had... There was a lot of disruptions, like we said, last month for the Gulf War. So, like, there was... Because this was, like, the first... The Gulf skirmish. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Because this was the, one of the first... Um, wars that had been uh broadcast like as it happened uh every 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 um channel wanted to get in on it um we also had uh in nickelodeon i didn't watch um this but apparently it was quite um popular the adventures of pete and pete didn't know it two redheads i think you'd know i think one of them was in movies like that you probably know oh is this live action or a cartoon live action oh okay uh is it one of the weasleys <laughs> Yeah, little bit Weasley. Um, Seinfeld, they have the jacket, one of my favourite episodes. You know, when he's got the jacket and then he goes to meet um, Elaine's dad. Oh, the suede jacket? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it turns and it inside the, out. Um, yeah, it's like, and yep. George is singing, Master of the House. Ah, uh, yeah. Pipe down, quiet boy. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, um, what's his name from Reservoir Dogs? Um, Lawrence Turney, um, who played Elaine's dad. People were, like terrified and uh, terrified of him. He, he stole a, a steak knife out of Jerry's <laughs> like the the kitchen set. Weird. And people were just like it's fucking weird. Um, he seems like a scary guy. Yeah, and also the phone message where George um, leaves uh, a phone message on this girl's answer machine, and then they want to go in and because she's not answering him back, so he gets really mad and like leaves an abusive like message, and then finds out that she's been away on holiday so him and jerry want to go steal the tape out of the machine george is uh i'm discovering quite problematic <laughs> yes he is <laughs> and like you know it's kind of concerning that he's like the the outlet for larry david on this show <laughs> yeah because like you find out later that well most people find out later that larry george was based on larry yeah like that's him and you watch Kirby enthusiasm and you can see the george costanza in it yeah but I feel like they're different. Like Larry, I mean, it would be Curb is not as George is not as offensive or but he's, terrible. I think he's like an exaggerated version of Larry. So it's like you know, Larry will go like, "This happened to me," but let's put this like little wrinkle on it too to make it even worse for George. So I feel like yeah, Uncurb, he's not as offensive or um, yeah, terrible. Uh, for Simpsons, we had um, Homer and versus Lisa in the Eighth Commandment. So it's when they get um, Cable, one of the best episodes. Uh, Principal Charming, where they start to explore other characters. So that's when, um, uh, is it Patty? Yeah. I always get mixed up with Patty and Selma with like who they were with. Wasn't one of them always single? So I think Selma's the one. Sideshow Bob? Yeah. 
and then Oh Brother Where Out Thou, which was obviously a big deal because uh, um, one of the best. Yeah, uh, Danny DeVito as uh, Herb. I always um, thought it should have been Tom Arnold. Tom Arnold would be a great brother yeah. for Homer. Yeah, I can see but that. But Danny does it so good. And I think because um, they do bring him back too um, when he's. Uh, what do you prefer, the Herb One or Herb Two? I kind of like Herb Two. Yeah, Herb Two is better. Yeah. Um, because he just punches Homer in the face quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Red Dwarf Series 4 started to um, shut up. I like this I show. You. I didn't say anything. Um, for some reason, um, Ben is quite anti uh, Red Dwarf. I don't, I don't anti, know. It's why. just not very good. So I'm waiting till we move on to the next show. I do believe, like, um, <laughs> okay, so like I grew up with a lot of English comedy and I do understand that it's it's a tough sell for some people like it's because it's quite different from like the sitcom type sort of thing and i'm not saying that you know like you like a certain type of comedy it's just that i found throughout my life when i'm like go people are like oh what do you like i'm like i like red dwarf and bottom and young ones and they're like oh, what's that and it's it's like they think it's I don't an know acquired they, taste i don't know whether they sort of group it in with monty python because i used to be like that like i, and I still don't really like monty python that much oh why not paul yeah like <laughs> man like that's that's kind of like um, it's like a TV snob thing for like movie snobs. It's like you know, why don't you like Clockwork Orange? It's like, well, it's kind of boring and problematic. I don't like it. I I was never a Monty Python fan either. But if we want to put me in the therapist lounge, um, I'm gonna assume this guy's never gonna hear it. But my quote unquote best friend in high school loved Red Dwarf. Okay. I didn't have a great relationship with this guy we just kind of got lumped as best friends we're just you know the best that we could do yeah so i naturally hated red red dwarf (laughs) because he liked it and i didn't like him very much i was like everything you like is garbage but you said you said best friend (laughs) i said quote unquote best friend oh okay okay. there's a person i had to spend all my time with because uh, geography (laughs) basically he actually probably was the closest i couldn't we'll get into it another time Okay. 1998, we can go through my high school years. <laughs> this is the second time you've referenced 99, because I'm pretty sure that's when you went and got train parts too, in 1998. Yeah, 98, yeah. 99. I can't wait for 99. There's a lot happened. Um, it's got one of the all-time best um, Red Dwarf episodes where they go to a... I thought um, we were done with Red Dwarf. What uh, is wax, going on? When they go to a wax planet where they have like... Um, uh, so they have like wax droid replicas of like Elvis and um, Hitler and... Madame Two Swords. Yeah, yeah, but like they're and they're at war with each other, and it's like they got like good guys and bad guys. It's one of the best episodes. It's called Meltdown. So if you ever wanted to check that out, I, I did believe... really like Robot Wars. <laughs> the guy from Red Dwarf did that. Oh yeah, he did do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> when he went to a, a garbage dump and like they had to make their own robot. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> um, <laughs> he just ruined it. <laughs> well, that's what I'm here for. Um. We also have to do uh, the Law and Order Minute. Is this just one episode? Or are you... uh, we've got two, at least. Are you mentioning two or are you just trying to... I'm trying to get us through one? as much of the, the episodes that happened in that month. Okay, hang on. Let me take my watch off. It's... I still haven't got a stopwatch on my watch. <laughs> but I've got seconds on it so I can... Uh... All right, you tell me when... Um... Uh, okay, go. Okay, a shopkeeper is beaten to death and Grievy and Logan have trouble finding the assailant. They finally track down one of the biggest mobsters in town to trying to sell, is trying to sell bootleg cigarettes to local shopkeepers. And this guy that got beaten up, he didn't want anything to do with that. So, they can easily shut this, uh, shut this case down. They've got the person who did it. But then the ADA, Ben Stone, he wants to go for the big mob boss. So, he says, <laughs> let's not go for the little guys. Let's go for the big fish. That, that blows up in his face because then they lose all their evidence and then everyone hates Ben Stone at the end of Ooh. part one. It's part two. Ooh. Part two of, uh, it's called the Torrance Greed. Everyone's still mad at Stone, but he's determined to go after the big boss. He tries to do this through his, through the boss's sister and her husband. Um, turns out that she gets her, the mob boss's sister's husband killed and then she gets him gunned down in the street and that's the end of that episode. Very, very weird. Very, very cool. One of the best episodes of season one. The next one's called Mushrooms. Someone shoots up an apartment block and a baby dies, and it's really, really <laughs> shocking. And, like, it's just, it's really, really sad to watch. Um, <laughs> gonna, gonna, gonna have to leave you on that. Uh, <laughs> gonna leave you on that sad note. <laughs> wanna, what a cliffhanger. Do you want to find out? What no, I really don't. 
I've got to... Okay, I will admit, I went two seconds early just because I wanted a cliffhanger. <laughs> well, you're going to so, have to watch the series now. <laughs> so are you going to uh, tag that in nope. the minute for next month? Nope. Oh, we just move on? Let's move on. That's amazing. That's as much as I can fit into a minute. That's like finding out who Cartman's mum was, <laughs> but never finding out. Is it, Mr. Nike? <laughs> um, are you okay? Are you going to be able to handle that? I'm fine. Okay. Uh, if everyone, <laughs> tell you what, if you want to find out what happened, um, you just email us at Living Past Pod, and uh, yeah. You. And I'll make sure that Paul doesn't see the email. <laughs> uh, let's move on to music. All right. Um, now yes. you've made fun of me in the past. I yeah. don't know why. Um, unnecessarily for not doing research for this. Mm-hmm. Um, I've listened to five albums for this month. Ooh. Yeah. Well, not one or two the, or three or four. Let's get into the news first and we can go into your thoughts on those albums. So, Because the Grammy Awards were on this. Oh, right. It's the start of the year. Okay, carry on with your it's, boring uh, news. It's hosted by Gary Shandling, my man. Weird. Yeah. Is that weird? Yeah, it would be funny to hear. So, like, have you seen the doco about him? No, I imagine really it's good. quite sad. It's really good. Because he's very dry. His humor wasn't my humor. It's by um, Judd Apatow. And um, it's like called The Zen Life of Gary Shandling. And it's really cool. Uh, so Quincy Jones won for Back on the Block. Uh, Phil Collins won for, or, you know, Dolph Hoskins <laughs> won for Another Day in Paradise. Um, he got, that got Record of the Year. Um, from a Distance. Wait, got, wasn't that song from Buster? No. Let's not start this. Okay. We're going to go down a wormhole. Okay. Um, from a distance, uh, was well, Song of the Year by um, Miss Midler. Um, and Mariah Carey got Best New Artist. Um, Australia's uh, top three, or t- uh, top two um, hit uh, singles was um, I Touch Myself by Divinals and The London Beat, Been Thinking About You, which I had no recollection of whatsoever. In America, um, it was uh, Gonna Make You Sweat, CNC Music Factory, and All the Man That I Need by Whitney Houston. I don't think I know that Whitney song. Right. I'm sure it's good. Banger, probably. I don't know. <laughs> um, so watch. Let's let's go through the albums that came out in uh, this this month. Uh, which was your favorite? Uh, Innuendo by Queen, easily. Yeah, I, I don't th- know. Well, because the bar was so low for me as Queen's career went on. Yeah, I never thought anything beyond you know '87 was going to be any good. It is and good. It's not amazing, but there's some quality tunes on there. It is good. It, it's it was one that I um because I'm not a Queen fan, uh, but I you know respect West, but respects due. Like it's like they are very influential and they're they're a decent band. So, um, I, it was not my favorite album that came out, but yeah, I was I was pleasantly surprised. Having seen bohemian rhapsody not that long ago that helped a lot as well like i bet you're seeing yeah. the end of the career and like how they carried on and the show must go on yeah yeah it's um, good did they, they so they didn't tour this did they they just like they wouldn't no. go new, they only got a new singer in like what like in uh, the 2000s it, or no nah, it happened pretty quick i think okay because they did a after freddie passed they did another album like oh, okay. with Songs that weren't quite finished, but still um, Freddie singing. Yeah, and then I'm pretty sure they had Paul Rogers was their first fill in. Okay, from Free. I can't remember. Yeah, someone fact get, check that. I also get mixed up between because I was going to say like wasn't that that AJ Fortune dude? But that was um in excess, wasn't it? Yeah, Ray in excess had that yeah, game I show. That. That, yeah. Was, yeah. that was terrible. Um, so we've got uh, what was your favorite of the month? I really like Dinosaur Junior. Uh, green. I think I sent you a message about it. You um, did. So they came out with Green Mind. Um, uh, the Wagon was a single uh, written about the um, station wagon they used to tour in. Um, it was just solid. And like, I don't like, I know like um, Dinosaur Junior is very, they're very noisy. Like they, they like their guitars are usually mm. pretty sort of. They remind me of Weezer. They've kind of yeah. got a heavy sound, but it's soft at the same time. I will say the only, the only, um, uh, <laughs> the only, thing i've got that's negative is that man he can't end a song very well like all the songs have got like that lingering 
feedback and distortion thing. I'm just like, oh, it feels good doing it though. I also found um heaps of that this like R and B and rap. I now know why they've got radio edits because half the songs go actually go for about eight minutes. I'm like, it's the same thing over and over, guys. <laughs> should cut this down. <laughs> Uh, any I, other ones that you uh, that you liked? Um, I was keen on Dinosaur Junior. Just too much of that guy's voice, I find a he, bit graining after a while. He um, apparently did um, all the music himself too. So oh wow! A bit of a food like all the instruments. And yeah, like, so I like, oh. think like two, two songs someone else played drums on, but I think he did mostly all of it. Should have got some guest singers in. <laughs> He's good. Like they, I do like them, but I just, it's uh, like that slacker rock thing where like yeah, you have to really sort of dig the band to like yeah like I, I i found it cool i gave tad a decent go um for some reason i never had i don't know why i should have i was always told that i had to like tad like, i couldn't like nirvana if I'm, unless i listened to tad on like because they were like both at the forefront of like grunge and yeah shit. and listening to this is basically bleach yeah maybe like a bit more hard rocky but like yeah it's 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 not bad like i, I if I picked them up back when I picked up Bleach, I'd probably be really into them now. Yeah. Because they got a bit of a sound garden about them as well. Yeah, they got that sort of hard rock sort of thing going on with them too, yeah. But I, I think I've just moved past it a little bit. Like, it's good. I could probably listen to it here and there, but it's probably not going to be a favourite. Same with um, Tragically Hip was another one I tried out. I like them. I want to like them. And having heard the story about the singer mm. two years ago, yeah, yeah. that was devastating. Um. They're yeah, the lead singer passed away um, from like a uh, very quick cancer. I think. Yeah, and they kind of knew it was coming. They did a last show and there was yeah. a farewell and it was very traumatizing to read about. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the first, uh, on a lighter note, the first 10 seconds I was like, did I press Midnight Oil by mistake? <laughs> I was going to say, it sounds easy like Midnight Oil. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's, 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 it's pretty full on. But I um, could definitely see them in a rotation. Like I'd, Yeah, they are on, they're all right. Uh, two, two or three of those songs off that album, the um, what was it called? Road Apples, um, are on my now, uh, my my daily playlist. So yeah, Gord Gord Downey, which is a very Canadian name. Yeah. Oh, Gord Gord. Um, John Wesley Harding, um, the name above the title. Um, I really liked it. It's um had a bit of a Elvis Costello type sort of thing to it. Um, I liked him because he has got a song on the High Fidelity soundtrack. Um, which I song? I think it's uh, I'm wrong about everything. Uh, I can't place it, but that soundtrack is absolute gold start to finish, so... Yep. Not sure about the movie, though. <laughs> what? I think if we rewatch that, it will be a tough watch. It's always a tough watch. It doesn't mean it's not amazing. Okay, cool. I just, yeah. I, mm. I might have been, like, a bit too pro-Rob in that movie, like, when I was, like, when it first came out, and now I'm like, well, he's a bit of a dick. <laughs> yeah, he is a dick. But... I've been compared to him quite often, so I'm not going to say that he's a terrible person. Me and my wife recently watched Con Air too. I was like, it was on TV, and we just watched it. Yeah, I saw that the other day. And um, yeah, that just made me want to watch more Cusack movies. Yeah, he's pretty good. Oh, man. Anyway, music. Okay. Um, um, I have another one that yes. I imagine you would have quite liked. Um, I listened to it with my mother in the car. Um, she talked over most of it, so I'll give it another go. <laughs> the Young Black Teenagers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I really like that cover, too, The uh, with the Beatles yeah. style. Yeah, if you um, get a chance, that was a decent album. Like, this, this is a really strong music release month, actually. So. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, it's just going to get, like... I've, I've had, taken a little peek in the next few years, too, and it's just like... Even this one, too, but, like... Compared to 1990, where you really sort of had to like look for stuff every month, yeah. In the next, in the next few years, it's just you know you got like within the span of a month, you know you got an REM, you've got like a Pearl Jam, you've got like it's just just insane. But like we said previously, like we're gonna have to look a lot harder for that other stuff that yeah kind of got swept under the rug. So having said that, my uh, Taylor Dane award. For oh, this shit. episode, um, look, it was tough because there's a bunch there, but I'm gonna have to give it to uh, Dinosaur Junior. Like it was just. Were you a dinosaur fan before? I liked bits and pieces, um, and I really, I've always liked um, Feel the Pain, 
the one that's got yeah. the um the, the film clip was that is, is is awesome we'll get to that yeah that one <laughs> um but yeah i'd never really sort of um got really into them and this was yeah this was pretty pretty fun to listen to so yeah i'm giving giving my taylor dane awards to dinosaur jr for greenland uh, I forgot about the awards, but this is a pretty easy choice. Yeah. My Carry All Scream Award goes to Danny DeVito in The Simpsons. Because <laughs> aside from Al Brooks, um, he's probably my favourite guest. Yeah. Like, Unky Herb is, is the greatest. Yeah. It's an amazing episode. And his voice is just so perfect. Yeah. Uh, no, it's, it's, it was fun to Am watch. Am I allowed like... to give it just to a person? Yeah, okay. The, the episode doesn't get the award. There's no rules here. Okay. <laughs> so we're at the end of another episode here. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, you can email us at livingthepastpod at gmail.com. Only with uh, positive things. Um, if you want to know the, <laughs> know the end of that law and order minute, <laughs> I'll give you another minute. Uh, then um, you can also check us out on Letterboxd following Petey Lumsden. We've got some lists of the movies we've been watching. Uh, check us out on Spotify. Um, just search Living in the Past podcast and then um, the so February 1991 if you want to listen to the stuff we can talk about. And Which should be a good playlist. You, you should probably check it out. Yeah, and we also got the best of 1990 that's available now that you can listen to. Um, and then... Find us on Instagram. Yeah, find us on Instagram. And then also don't forget we've got a bonus episode coming out every Sunday. Um, and this one coming up, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to. Yeah, it's going to be a lot better than I thought it would be. So until then, uh, we will see you then. Bye. Thank you once again for listening to Living in the Past. Got some awesome people to thank at the end of the show here. Andrew Golding does our music for us. You can check out his stuff at www.antigold.bandcamp.com. Rebecca Sheedy, she does our artwork. You can check out her stuff on Instagram at Mild Scribbling. Send us an email at livingthepastpod at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram. You can check out letterbox.com following PD Lumsden and check out the movies that we've been talking about this season. You can check out the music we've been talking about on the podcast by going to Spotify and searching Living in the Past podcast and then the month that you want to check out. Want to help us grow the show? Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or... Tell your neighbour, tell your friend, tell your mother. It all helps. And until next time, as we always say, sit back, look back and relax. Relax.